This is Family Second Program. You gotta love with your life Like a fire burning strong Till the night is coming What's up, everybody? We are so excited you are with us today. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be an awesome day. Tell yourself that because you have to. That's right. You wake up, put your pants on one leg at a time and say, hey, you know what? Something's great is going to happen today. That's right. We are here at the Family Podcast. That's right. We are so excited you are with us and listening in your car, in your truck, at home, with the kids, wherever you are. Got your earbuds on, I know, and you're listening. And you know what? Sharing is caring. So if you have an opportunity to share with somebody, share this week because we are here to encourage you. We are here to encourage the family and we want to love with our life, just like the song said. That's right. Hey, thanks everybody for listening today to our family's second podcast. I'm your host, Philip Shelley. You can call me P. Shells. That's awesome. My beautiful wife, Davina, and my four Shells. That's right. We got Isabella, Everett, Eva, and Dallas. They thank you for listening. We want to encourage you through the love of Christ and what Christ has for the family. So, hey, listen up. Uh, we know there are some out there that are living without family and without loved ones. We are lifting you up in prayer. We want to lift you up and encourage you that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength that God can comfort you. God can give you hope and he can give you that joy and peace that you need today. So I tell you what, listen up, pay attention, and let's see what God has for you today. All right, everybody knows that it's love month. That's right, we're coming up next. That's right, February 14th. That's when you see all the hearts and the candies. That's right, don't get tempted though, okay? All right, all those candies and those flowers that you need to get your wife. I'm just reminding you, that's all I'm saying, okay? All right, but it is February 14th coming up. The love uh, that you have for people, it's a time to show, but you know what? We should always show love, okay? That love that you have inside us that we get from Jesus Christ himself. So this week, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about love. This is the call of unity part two. If you were with us last time, we talked about uh, being united together as believers and as a family, because that's what we want to do, because it all starts in the family. But to this week, we're going to talk about how that love translates into your family and into the world that we live in. So listen up. It's going to be awesome as we go into our segment, as we equip you today. You know what? Uh, There's a chapter in the Bible, and I think you all know it. I'm going to read it to you today. It's 1 Corinthians 13. It's always called the love chapter. That's right. I'm not the love doctor. Don't worry about it. Okay. But I'm going to read that to you. But we should know that love is the foundation of unity. Okay. Love is the foundation of unity. You know, once you understand love, you understand how to achieve unity. And that's what we want to do today. We want to achieve unity first in our family. And then as we uh, show that to the world, the world can achieve it too. That's what we need to do. We need to show love to the world. And through that love, we need to uh, understand how to achieve unity. So today I'm going to read to you 1 Corinthians 13. That's where I'll be coming from. So listen up, everybody. That's right. Holler if you hear me. That's right. I got my fans in the background. Do you hear them? 
There they are. All right, I got my fans in the room. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little Tupac-ish uh, today, so if I just uh, yell, holler if you hear me, just holler. You know, I don't don't matter if you know, anybody's around you, just holler. You know, if you're in your car, that's fine. You know, no one, your children might think you're weird, but hey, they already do. <laughs> don't worry about that, okay? So just holler if you hear me. All right, I got them. I got my my, my fans in the background uh, listening. Uh, so holler if you hear me when uh, you get a chance. But First Corinthians thirteen, it says this. It says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge. And if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Three things that will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Oh, if you hear me, that's right. The greatest of these is love. Isn't that an awesome love chapter that we get from uh, 1 Corinthians 13? Now, uh, to be an author, I know there's some authors back there, uh, all right, in there, uh, out there, in there, out there, somewhere, I don't know, okay, you know, very talented authors, I know some very talented authors, I love to read, I love to read books, you know, they work hard at, at their crafts, I know some authors, uh, they just write words every day, just to be, just practice, you know, 20,000, 50,000 words a day, some of them, and uh, just to practice their craft, so they work hard at their craft, but all the writings in the world that try to define love doesn't even come close and, and, you know, they fall silent before Paul's magnificent hymn of love here in 1 Corinthians 13. Now, this right here is a description of Christ and the love he empowers in us when he comes inside to dwell. You know, when he dwells inside us, uh, it's the, this, this right here is a description of Christ and the love he, uh, he empowers. Everybody say empower. Empower. That's right. It empowers us. When it comes to dwell inside of so if you're a believer out there, you should know that he's dwelling inside of you and the love that he has it is is it is empowering you uh, to show love to others. Now, uh, there's some things I want you to do with this passage. 
Okay, to make it come alive, all right? Uh, we need to make the Word come alive in our lives. That's why we're Christians. That's why we have Christ in our heart. That's why we're believers in Christ, because we want the Word to come alive. It's alive. That's right. We want it to come alive. So I have three suggestions, all right? I want to suggest to you three things, uh, to, to ways to read uh, this passage. Number one. Okay, we got to remember that as Paul wrote this, he wasn't writing in, in chapters and verses. It, later on in the uh, later on in the church, they uh, put together the chapters and the verses uh, so we it'd be easier to find uh, different things in the Bible. So you know, Paul wrote this letter to the to the Corinthian church um, just straight through. So we got to uh, read it like that. And I love how Paul puts this passage in the middle of him talking about the spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts that we all have. He ends chapter 12, if you look at it in the Bible, talking about the spiritual gifts and in the parts of the church. And he ends chapter 12 saying this, but now let me show you a way of life that is best. Okay, so he ends chapter 12 of that, goes into this love hymn that he writes to uh, all the believers in Christ. And then after he talks about love and before he gets into the gifts of the spirit in chapter 14, he says this at the beginning of chapter 14, he says, let love be your highest goal. Let love be your highest goal. So I want you to go ahead, number one, and read it uh, as Paul wrote it. You know, uh, love is the greatest and the highest goal that we need to pursue. So number two, want a suggestion to, uh, to read it uh, this way. Put the word Christ in place of the word love and read it again. That's right. I want you to read it again. Okay. Yes. You have to re read it over and over and there you go. Holler if you hear me. That's right. Read it over and over again. Uh, and put Christ in place of the word love. And then number three, uh, read the passage as a prayer for your own life. Uh, that the virtues of love will be manifest in you. So three ways I want you to read it. I suggest that you read it. Read it, uh, it as Paul wrote it. Put the word Christ in place of the word love. And then read the passage as a prayer for your own life. So that the virtues of love will be manifest in you. You know, uh, when Christ dwells in us, and every believer, I just told you that Christ is dwelling in you. If you have the love of Christ and you ask Jesus into your life to change you, uh, you have Christ in you. And that's a miracle. That's right. Some of us don't believe in miracles these days because we believe just miracles are um, uh, things that we can see with our own eyes. Believe me, there are things that we can't see. And those are the all, the greatest miracles. Some of us know loved ones that, that have come out of drug addiction. Some of uh, loved ones that have come from, from death itself and, uh, and received Christ and the Christ love and has been changing lives from now on. Those are miracles. Those are miracles happening today. And don't put those on the back burner of, oh, those aren't real miracles. Those are the most awesomest. I don't know if that's a word, but those are the uh, most awesome uh, miracles we have that when loved ones come back to God and see the love of Christ working in them and through them, those are awesome miracles. But when Christ dwells in us, it is a miracle full of power. That the love he revealed to us is the exact love he will communicate to others through us. I want you to get that today. The miracle of Christ dwelling in us is of power that the love he revealed in us that same love will communicate to others through 
us. So if it's hard for you to to show love, uh, receive the love from Christ. Receive that love that he has for you every day through his word, through prayer, through talking to him and meditating on what he has for you and his word. Receive that love because guess what? That love that he indwells in you will communicate to others through you. You know, and here's where it gets real interesting. Okay. I, I know you're ready. Hall if you hear me. That's right. Because it's when the quality of love is the basis of a relationship. When this quality that I just talked about, that I just read in chapter 13 in 1 Corinthians, when this quality of love is the basis of a relationship, the miracle of unity is possible. I want you to get that right now. I want you to say the word quality. Quality. That's right. Let me hear you again. Quality. That's right. I got it. it. Man, deep voice there. Okay. Quality. This quality of love is the basis of... When, when it's the basis of a relationship, the miracle of unity is possible. I want you to look at that word quality there. It's, it, this love is quality. You know, when you buy something, uh, you want quality, right? Right? Okay, when, when you pay for a service, we want quality services. We do. When we pay for something, when we, when we give our hard-earned money out to pay our bills, to buy things for our children, uh, 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 pay for the, our vacations, we want quality. We want quality service. You know, the love of Christ has for each of us is quality love. That love is quality. It's been tried. It's been tested. It's been even buried. That's right. It's been buried uh, behind a huge rock. But you know what? But not even Satan, not even the grave, not, not even the gates of hell could keep this love away from his prized possession. What's his prized possession, you might ask? Uh, let me tell you. His very creation of you. That's right. His very creation of you. The, the love... Is for you. And that quality love will translate into your marriage. It will translate into your parenting. It will translate into your home. These are very important that you get this. This quality love that Christ wants to dwell in you with to communicate to others. It's it's, it's for everybody. It's for you. It's, and it will translate through your marriage. It will translate through your home, through your parenting. and And go beyond that. When you understand this love, it will translate to your community. It will translate to your city. It will even eventually translate to the world. It's this quality love that, you know what, guys? Your spouse is looking for. It's waiting for. She's waiting for this quality love that you have for her to give away that Christ has put in you. She's waiting for it. Wives, your husband is waiting for that love. Your husband is waiting for that quality love that is in you through Christ. Your children, parents, are waiting for that love, that quality love. And it only comes from Christ Jesus. That's where it comes from. It comes from Christ Jesus. You know, that's why Christ calls us to be one. That's right. Because unity is Christ's miracle of oneness. Now, I want to I finish my uh, segment on uh, equipping I want to finish it off with this. You know, in John chapter 17, that's your homework for these next two weeks to go to John in the New Testament and read chapter 17. Jesus is praying right before he is betrayed, and he's praying that we be one as the Father and him are one. You know, his desire for us is to reach those who who do not know him. So they too may become one with us and others who accepted him as Lord of their lives. You know, the equation of oneness is very profound. 
And some of you math buffs out there might, you know, uh, might get mad at me for uh, saying this. Uh, but hey, crowd out there, you, you still with me? Hall, if you hear me? All right. Now, the equation of oneness is very profound, but yet very simple. One plus one plus one equals. Ooh, 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 I know, I know, I know. Oh, ooh, ooh, it's three. No, no. Hey, yo, yo, over here. Yo, I, uh, I know what it is. It's three. No, it's not three. Hey, guys, I know what it is. It, it's three. No, no. Let me give you the answer. One plus one plus one equals. You ready for this? One. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Yes, it equals one. Because, you know, Christ, ourselves, and others equal oneness. You know, we are united in and through him. If you're a believer today, I want you to get that today, that one plus one plus one equals one through Christ, ourselves, and others. It equals oneness. We are united in and through him. This is the miracle of the indwelling Christ. I want you to get that today. This is the miracle. It is a miracle that Christ dwells in you and you are becoming one with other believers and you are being united because we will all want to grow. We want to grow in our faith and our spirituality. We want to grow in Christ, knowing him more and more so we can lift our families up and we can lift each other up, starting first in our home. And then we can see it uh, go out into the world. We want to reach full potential in Christ through us, through our family. And then eventually the world will see that love and see who Christ is today. Well, praise the Lord. That was our equipping. I hope I equipped you today with God's word and what it says through uh, being united in love through Christ. Well, today in our encounter segment uh, we want to pray for you. We want to believe with you. There are those out there that, that are, deal with many things, uh, and some don't even have their family. Some have been uh, disowned by their own family, and you're out there and you're hurting. I want to speak to you today. I want to speak uh, the, the love of Christ that can raise you up and be that love that you need and be that family. Uh, there's a church out there that wants uh, to love on you and, and to lift you up and encourage you in who you are in Christ. So today, you know, we can just look around our country and see that we need unity. We can read the news. We can scroll our Facebook uh, post. We can see that this world needs unity. This country needs unity. So that is why it is so important to read God's word and to stop and listen what God is saying to you and your family. Fathers, fathers, if you're out there, listen, you need to read his word and understand what he's saying to you as a spiritual father of your children. Mothers out there, if you don't have that support of that husband to, to be that spiritual father, I'm encouraging you to get into the word and see what it says, to lift your children up, to pray over them, to lay your hands on them and pray that God dwells in them and shows the love to the world. You know, there's a story the other day that I read on the internet about a woman that was uh, just praying and, and he was, she was praying, asking God, what can I do? Uh, you know, what can I do? I'm 70 years old. I think she was. And, and she was uh, just praying as she goes through her neighborhood and she just prays, uh, for houses down the street, which is awesome. I think, okay. Get us her exercise. And she's, she's praying for others. Well, from the prompting of the Holy spirit, um, she was, uh, the Holy spirit asked her to go knock on a door 
She went, uh, you know, as she passed uh, this fence and this house, she was at, you know, the Holy Spirit said, I need you to go knock on that door and just share the, share love, you know, just share love. And she was like, mm, you know, I don't know if this is the Holy Spirit. So she just walked on. But then, she, you know, even harder, the Holy Spirit prompted her and said, you need to go knock on that door and show love. So eventually, you know, she knows that she needs to obey what God says. She went and uh, knocked on that door, and she knew that who lived there. She knew it was a new uh, um, Muslim family that had just moved in. And and as the uh, mother came and opened the door, she, the woman shared love and just said, Hey, I'm just thankful that you're in this uh, community, and I just wanted to say that uh, we love you, and we are thankful that you are here. And the story goes on to say that her face lit up and she was uh, excited about what this woman did. And there's a start right there showing the love of Christ. Uh, this, what this woman did is very profound in what we need to do as a community, as a believers in Christ for those that are around, that are hurting, that are dying, that are, uh, that are out there and need the love of Christ in their life. So I challenge you today and I encourage you to show the love of Christ, the, the miracle that's inside of you, communicate it to others. So as we pray today, I want to pray that God encourages you to show that love and to reach out to those in need. So, Lord, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus for uh, individuals out there, for fathers, for mothers, for children, for grandparents, for those that are single that, that you know, uh, may not have a family or the families are far away. So, Lord, I just pray, encourage them right now through your Holy Spirit. Allow your Holy Spirit to indwell inside of them. And, Lord, be that advocate they need. Wrap your arms around them in love, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, and let them realize that you you have given them the love they need inside of them to communicate to this world that you are love. So, Lord, we thank you for the miracle. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. And we thank you, Lord God, that you are challenging us today to go forth. No matter what happens, no matter the, the disunity that is happening in this country and around the world, we know that we can go forward in you. That, Lord, we press on toward that goal to win the prize for which Christ has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you for that today. So encourage families today. Lift them up, Lord, today to know your word, to seek the truth, because we know the truth will set us free. There's freedom through your Holy Spirit. We pray that you bless us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, and dwell in us from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Let us go forth into our communities, into our neighborhoods, to share your love to others as you give us your love the quality love that you have for us. We praise you and we thank you and we give you glory and we pray all these things in Jesus' name. And everybody say it. Amen. That's right. Amen. Holler if you hear me. That's right. Holler if you hear me. You're still with us, crowd? All right. They're still with us. Thank you so much. We are so excited. Now it's time to activate. That's right. It's time to go out. It's time to, it's time to do what I've equipped you with, with that love that Christ has dwelled in you with. So I tell you what, number one, here's what I want you to do this next two weeks. Um, of course, I want you to read John 17 and, and, and listen to the prayer that Jesus is praying to, to that uh, we become one in Christ. All right. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to read 1 Corinthians 13 in those three ways that I shared with you. Okay. Go back. If you don't remember them, go back in the podcast. All right. And just listen to them again. There's three ways I want you to read chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians this week. 
Number two, here's what I want you to do. What is your quality of love towards your spouse? What is your quality of love towards your family? I want you to sit down. I want you to think about is, is, is the love I'm giving to my family quality? Is it quality of love? Is it the quality that Christ has put in me? Okay. All right. So I want you to do that. Ask yourself the tough questions. That's what we need to do. So you can change and lead others to change. That's number two. Number three, here's you go. Are you being one with other believers? Are you being one with other believers? Are you uh, other believers, other churches, other ministries? Are you becoming one with those around you so you can share the love of Christ? Okay. So those are three things I need you to do this week as you activate your faith and your love in Christ. And of course, there's number four. You should already know it. You, you need to go get a card or some candy or some fly. Just do something. Okay. How if you hear me? That's right. February 14th is coming up. Okay. So you need to do that. All right. Praise the Lord. That's our activate. I've equipped you. I We've given it, got an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And now we're going to activate our faith in Christ as we love others. Hey, I'm so thankful that you listened today. Hey, if you want to get a hold of me, you can always get a hold of me at my email address. That's Philip, P H I L I P, only one L. That's right. S and then Shelly, S H E L L E Y at gmail.com. Make sure you hit me up on email. If you need anything, any prayer, uh, you just need to talk. Hey, uh, just email me. Awesome. And if you need to send us anything, uh, we got a P.O. Box number. It's P.O. Box 59224. That's right. I said that fast. Let me say it again. 59224. San Antonio, Texas, 78259. If you ever want to send us anything. Again, thanks for listening. We love you. We want to encourage you. We want to lift you up. Because God has some awesome things for you and your family. He has some awesome things for this country. He has some awesome things in this world. It all starts with you. It all starts with your family. So pay attention to his word. Listen to him. Acknowledge him in everything you do. And he will make your paths straight. That's right. And I end with this. This has been a P-Shells, a Diva Divine Four Shells production. How if you hear me? And let the Christ that dwells in you be the love you give to others. Peace.